The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Well, Gina Ellis is on the line and we're going to be talking about her book, Home, From Fractured to Fulfilled. How are you doing today, Gina? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Now, your book, Home, From Fractured to Fulfilled, is really a memoir, isn't it? It is a memoir. Yeah, absolutely. So what kind of things do we learn from it and what's the story that you tell? It's really just a a story highlighting pivotal points in my journey where um, I had to make a conscious choice. Sorry about that. No longer to live small um, circumstances, you know, and I think it's really, really common in my age group, but um, just culturally and from the beginning of time being taught that, you know, I should be smaller to make the people around me more comfortable. And this just highlights, you know, things that I saw from my birth on up that Mm. enforced that belief and the courage that it took to step out of that. And um, so that's, that's really what the story is about. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. So how did you get that courage to step out of it? And what would your tips be for other people to be a bit bigger? So I think the realization, number one, that nobody else really has the power to control my life or to control how I how I feel about myself, et cetera. Um, that's a power that I have to choose. And the only way that other people receive that power is if I choose to give it to them, right? Mm. So this belief of me walking around thinking somebody is bigger than I am or able to control me is a false belief that I had to work through and challenge. Um, and it's it, it really does show that um, descriptively in my, in my story. So, and, you know, I think the the reality of understanding that when you take a look at your life and you can see where this programming starts, 
which is typically, you know, generational, right? Yeah. Um, and as a culture, you can see us all shifting and uh, trying to understand this better and create something uh, more empowering for ourselves. But when you realize that you have a choice to make and you're either going to recreate the same cycle or you're going to change it. Um, yeah. You know, I had four little lives at stake and, and I really had to face that decision. Either I'm going to face my fear and make a change or I'm going to continue to teach what was taught to me and, you know, keep the cycle going. And that's just not what what I wanted. So. so what was it that inspired you to actually write the book? The book, I felt like I'm not alone. You know, I, I really, I have a whole genre of friends that, you know, we all smile and put on a happy face. And, and I think we all do this, you know, man, woman, it's it's just part of what we do and that's okay that's healthy we don't want to walk around crying and you know be dwelling on um our challenges but at the same time it's not always real right so i felt like there was um a fear of being honest that you know a lot of my friends felt pushed into the space that they were in and for whatever reason and maybe if i have the the courage to share how messy the journey can be and it's still really rewarding that um, it might inspire other people just even to ask the question, am I living to my potential? Do I feel like I am stifling my talent or uh, true desires for myself? Um, with the belief that I'm making someone else stronger and bigger. And, you know, so my hope is they catch on and they go, yeah, you know what? There's nothing wrong with living my dreams. And I'm still able to provide for the people I love, um, yeah. but even in a more powerful way. So I'm hoping that that's the message, you know, people feel inspired by and start to ask themselves if they're living their potential. Did it take a lot of courage to write a memoir? Because maybe you're putting a <laughs> lot of yourself out there that you know you might yeah. be scared about yeah so that's a little bit of a trigger question still <laughs> <laughs> i am uh nervous i i don't walk around you know sharing my story i don't want to freak people out and yeah um and there is that underlying fear of like do i compromise my value in the eyes of other people by being this vulnerable. And that's a misbelief. I, I've chosen just to categorize that as um, something that challenges me, but I'm, I believe that it's a strength. It's not going to be a weakness. Um, and if it is perceived to lessen my value by somebody, they're not somebody in my tribe and they've got, you know, it still is contributing to them in some way. And it's yeah. not my job to figure that out for them, but I choose to believe it's a strength. And yes, I feel super vulnerable. It's really uh, something I've thought about a lot in the timing of all of this. My kids are grown. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. 
Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. But I, I protected them a lot. Um, so this is going to be a story that is different from their story, right? And, um, by putting it out there, they're going to have to process me a little bit more than, (laughs) than they have. So we'll face it as it comes. I I just want to, um, be real with people and, you know, be myself. It's, it's my story. Yeah. In your kind of professional life, how long have you been flipping homes for? It's relative so i guess i was i was thinking about that again this morning i think i bought my first house in around 2009 um and i'd been helping other people out prior to that but um i really got into the game myself right right around when the the real estate market had crashed and um you know it was yeah. it was a good time to buy a house you could find a lot there was good, yes good deals to be had that's the thing i suppose whenever it's a bad time for the house market. It's always seen as a bad thing, but for a lot of people, it's the best news ever. Yeah, you know what's so funny is people will often talk to me and, oh, it's probably just so hard to find a house to work on and and make a profit and all that. Um, I've never found it to be a bad time to buy a house. I've done really well in the last few years and, you know, our market has increased in value. Um, gosh, like twice as much. If you, if you bought a house three years ago for $400,000, you're going to sell it today for 850. Wow. And I'm still finding that there's deals out there and I'm able to make, you know, six figure incomes, um, yeah. just from, from a flipping side. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's quite impressive. I guess 
you know, it's more money to buy the house, but the profit you're going to make is greater. Yeah, it's all relative, right? Yeah. So all the prices are going up and all the prices are going down and it all flows together. It's just learning how to capitalize on improvement and finding that gap that, you know, where you can make a profit. And was this a career that you always wanted to get into? Because, you know, I don't think it's on the kind of classic list of jobs, so to speak. Is it something you fall into by accident or is it just like an idea before it becomes a job? So I've always loved the idea of a home, right? Um, it was always my goal. I had the the typical, I don't know, childhood dream of a, a person growing up in the 70s and 80s and the white picket fence. And, um, and my husband did not have the same dream. He was happy renting. So it just kind of brewed that curiosity even deeper for me. And um, I was always watching the market, always interested in it. And um, I, I don't know, it just made sense. It made sense to me. And when it turned out that I had a little bit of money to invest, um, you know, that right during that time with the stock market and um, real estate market and all of that, there wasn't a lot of things you could do with your money. Yeah. And I knew I could do this. It just it it just made sense. So I don't know if it was by accident. I put some thought into it because it is a risky um, game to play unless yeah. it's not because, you know, you just know you've got it. Right. Yeah. And I guess I had studied enough. Um, that I felt like I really, my odds were really, really in my favour. Well, can we expect another book from you anytime soon? Yeah, I think so. You know, <laughs> we'll um, we'll get this one out and uh, see what kind of feedback we get. But I feel like there's, um, you know, this this book for me is not about flipping houses and how to. That's that's done in my course and yeah. um, and through consulting and all of that. This book is is really just speaking to life experience and the challenges that I feel like um, other people are going through. And I think there is a follow up to that because, um, you know, I certainly took action and and have created habits and practices that have brought me to where I'm at today. And so that's probably what's what's coming up, what what changes and what recreations of belief systems and whatnot that I had to recreate. Um, I think there's there's more to be said around that that might assist people. So yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. In time, where are we able to find your current book, Home, from Fractured to Fulfilled? So, I believe it's going to be available on Amazon and my website, Gina M. Ellis. Um, we'll have access to that as well. So you're welcome to up on there and, and grab it. And then you tell me, where else can we find it? <laughs> 
probably the usual places like Barnes yeah. and Nobles, maybe even some shops. I don't know if that's a thing these days. Yeah, I think um, Amazon and I think hopping on uh, Gina M. Ellis um, dot com will get you where you want to be. So, yeah, grab it there. Excellent. Well, many thanks for talking to us today. It's been great to have you on. Yeah, thank you so much for the interview. I appreciate it. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.